you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, if you want to have smart kids, be sure to eat plenty of this while you're pregnant. Fiber. New research shows that too little fiber in mom's diet during pregnancy may slow a baby's mental development. Pass the oatmeal with berries, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need more fiber when you're pregnant because, you know, you're not going to the bathroom enough. <laughs> I mean, you're always constantly looking for a bathroom because you got to pee all the time. Now you're going to have to. Mm-hmm. We all know what fiber does, right? Yes. Second, Grimace was so successful. Now McDonald's is testing a spinoff restaurant called Cosmics. C-O-S, capital M-C. Cosmic is an alien from outer space who craves McDonald's food and appeared in its ads decades Hmm. ago. And finally, in the world of food, Chick-fil-A is testing out two new restaurant concepts, a four-lane drive-thru with a kitchen above and a walk-up store for digital orders Hmm. as they become the latest franchise, the restaurant chain, to try to get customers to skip the dining room. Remember they made more money during the pandemic when the mm-hmm. dining rooms were closed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drive-thru is set to open in Atlanta, Georgia next year. I had a Chick-fil-A miracle the other day. I pulled up. There was no no one at the drive-thru. I was like, sweet. And it was a Sunday. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else ever do that? I, as soon as you said I had a Chick-fil-A miracle, I thought you were going to say I found one open on Sunday. Because that <laughs> would be a miracle. So I don't know when the expiration date on uh, you know being a mom in the sense of momming your kids. I don't know when that is. Because our kids are grown. And um, yeah, my wife has not... If she's hit that date, she hasn't acknowledged it yet. We're going to talk about that next. So if your kids are little, it's going to be hard for you to even imagine this happening with you. But there will come a day where your kids will, they'll get older, right? They'll they'll grow up and they're not going to need your advice, your input or your help with every little thing in their lives. The older they get, the less that's needed, the harder it is, I think, to be a mom. And I saw this with my own mom. Um, she just passed away, what? Three years ago now? Oh, man, it's flying by. It'll be three years ago this coming month. Um, there, She, right up to the very end, was momming me. <laughs> right, I mean, right up to the end. Because <laughs> she passed away during the COVID stuff. She was telling me what I should do, what I shouldn't do, how I should behave, you know, what, what the proper protocols are, right? which ones not only she thought were necessary and needed, but which ones I should think were necessary and needed. As if I wasn't a grown man capable of making my own decisions. So I would like try to listen to all of that with grace and patience and be like, oh, wow, thanks, mom. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Good yeah, I- it makes them feel fulfilled. Good, I- good idea, mom. Yeah. And now I see it with my uh, with my own wife. And her, her advice, honestly, and some of the things that she tells, like our kids, definitely needed him. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know that there ever is an expiration date, having experienced it with my mom and watching it with my own wife now with our kids. Like, our, for an example, our son, uh, he just moved. He just moved. He was home with us getting his master's degree. We're like, live with us. Don't pay rent. Who cares? Live with us and get your degree and then get back to your music career. So he's doing that, which meant he's he's moved on. Yesterday, Tracy, all day long, because he wasn't feeling great. I hope he calls. I hope I'm not going to call him. I am not going to call him Aww. all day long. That's what I heard. I'm not That's calling so him sweet. because I know he's not feeling well and he doesn't need his mommy and blah, 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 blah. Like 730 phone rings. <gasps> it's Kyle's ringtone. It's him. Aww, <laughs> that is precious. We're in the middle of watching a movie. Hit pause. Hit pause. I'm like, can we let it ring? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can't you just let it go to voicemail? She's like, no, got to talk to him. <laughs> so 
I don't know what the expiration date is on the being a super mom, but apparently Tracy doesn't have one. So I think we've even talked about this on the show, how pretty much everybody has moved on from the COVID era, right? We've all moved on. It's a thing in the past and we're all living our lives as normal now. Have you noticed that anyone you know has caught it, has got COVID? It's happening with a couple of people I know. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. We're going to talk about it next. So a couple of people I know, I was really surprised at this. One of them traveled and one of them uh, just been doing their normal deal, doing their job. Mm -hmm. Uh, They started not feeling well, like really not feeling well. Yeah. Um, And just out of an abundance of caution, they both took a COVID test. They both got COVID. Oh, man. I thought COVID was done. I thought we were, it was gone. I thought it was like, like over with. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be part of our lives. I was really surprised. So um, then my wife was talking to our friend that we're going to go visit out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, they live in Tucson. Um, go visit them in Arizona. She's like, oh, yeah, like three or four of my three or four of my friends got it. It's been mild symptoms and it lasted like two or three days and done. And that's been it. Like a cold, I guess. Like a, Yeah, like a cold. And she was like, they just like my friends took a test out of an abundance of caution because normally they would have just been like, oh, this is just a cold. But, you know, they wanted to be responsible and not spread COVID around if, it, you know, if they could I help it. friends sure who took a, they took a huge group to a community band to Europe, to France. Yeah. And several members of the band got COVID huh. while they were traveling. No kidding. Yeah. I'm one of those weirdos. I still wear my mask on the airplane. And people like make fun of me, but I just don't want to get sick when I'm on a fabulous vacation or trip. Like um, the, uh, you know, the Tour de France bike race just finished Mm -hmm. and they're they're racing every day for 20 some days. And I would watch it. And at the start line, everyone on the team had a mask on and they would would do it because it's not because they were freaky weirdos or, you know, conspiracy theorists or, or, you know, Fauci followers or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. It's because if one of them got it, they were booted out of the tour. And they're like, Ooh. I don't I don't want to get booted out of the tour yeah. whether you think it's a cold or not. Exactly. I don't want to have to leave because of that. Because if they had caught a normal cold, they could keep racing. If they tested positive for COVID, done. They're out. They're wow. Out. Yeah. After you've done all that training all that and all that work and all work. that training. Yeah. So anyhow, it's just, I don't know what's going on with the people you know, but I just thought it was weird that all of a sudden, yeah. a couple of people In your I know. World. Yeah. Have tested positive for COVID. I thought we were done with you, COVID. Go away. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) There's a fascinating reason teachers are saying, we're not going to take it. They're sick and tired of the negative impact social media is having on your child's learning, (laughs) mental health, and more. Social media isn't just damaging your child's self-esteem and confidence. Excessive use to find us, you know, spending more than an average of two hours a day on platforms is linked to poor sleep, reduced sleep duration, and depression. One school nurse said students will come into my office having increased anxiety or in the middle of a panic attack because of a post or a photo they just saw. The largest teachers union in the entire country wants social media companies to do more to protect kids. I was just, I was giggling because we were we were adamantly not getting our kids phones until their teachers told us they have to have a device for the connected classroom. Your kids will be hopelessly left behind. Mm. The the future will pass them by before they they even have a chance if you do not get them one of these. And now the same people are saying, "Hey, did, maybe don't give your kids that thing." <laughs> I was old fashioned at the time. I was told I was old fashioned. Oh well. All right, you already know how expensive it is to have kids. It just feels like money just pours out of you. 
But are you like so many parents going into debt just so your kids can? You want to guess, Kev? Buy a house. Play sports. Play sports. (laughs) It's a reality for over 70% of parents, according to a recent survey. The average family pays about $900 on one child's primary sport each year. Mm. And by the way, that, that average is probably brought way up by hockey parents. Ooh, you know how ex- I didn't know. Oh that. my gosh! All the equipment and oh, and then okay. the yeah ice time and everything else. Whew. Wow! And now there's no simple, easy solution, especially if your kids play multiple sports. Uh, but here are a couple ideas that you've probably already thought of, Mom and Dad. Sometimes fees can be waived or a scholarship is available, and then try to save as much as you can on equipment. Make friends with a family that has older kids because mm-hmm. chances are they like tried football and hated it and they've got all the pads and the helmet and everything. Uh, use eBay. And then, of course, secondhand sports equipment stores right. are I great. I have five words for you. Play it again sports. Go that way. That's four. Play it again. Four words for you. Play it again sports. That place will save you a ton of money. But yeah, whew, that can be crazy expensive. Or... I was going to say, put your kids in soccer like my kids were, and all you got to buy is cleats, but they'll get you with 8 million other things. Oh, I need fa- I need the Adidas Predator cleats. Well, how much are they? $7,000. Well, and then <laughs> when it's your turn to bring snacks, that gets really expensive, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. We would love to hear from you. How much money have you spent on your kids? And let's broaden this out, just, not just sports, because my kids, like my son, Kyle, the drummer, We spent a ton of money on drum stuff for him. But how much money do you think you've spent? Or what's the most money you've spent for your kids for travel ball or piano lessons or something? Give us a call. So, Cammie, I'm so glad you called because you have a really creative solution you came up with in your family so that you wouldn't have to go into debt for sports. Uh, Yeah, part of the thing that I did was I was like, what can I do to help offset some of the costs? because the cost can be really expensive. So I went to work for the place that my child is doing their sport at. Oh, no kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> Gymnastics, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, so it helps offset some of the costs. It doesn't take up all the costs, but it definitely helps in offsetting a lot of the costs. Yeah, no so kidding. Turn, turn, the, idea. turn the money drain into a money maker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right, so you know what we would do? Go, here's an idea. Instead of taking a snack and giving it away for free, take a big box of snacks with you and sell them. <laughs> that is a great idea because we've got some travel meets coming up that I need something to, to help Ooh. pay for it. So. Here's, another yeah, one. here's another one. Tell everybody like, at the game, I'm doing my own version of Grubhub, and it's for all you guys that couldn't stop at the drive-thru on your way here. I'm going to do a drive-thru run. <laughs> That's a brilliant a idea. a $20 I love surcharge. It. And I'll charge you, f- yeah. how much is a surcharge? 20 bucks. Yeah. That's smart. I love it. I think I'm going to get on top of that. <laughs> okay, Kev, you are going to love this story so much because you know how you're so proud of your dad for being 87 and still mowing lawns. And oh, everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a guy that would, believe it or not, be your dad's inspiration. Really? To tell Let's you about it. in just a minute. Okay, so you get so proud about your dad being 87 and still mowing lawns. And mm-hmm. um, this still is Still driving wild. his big Ford F-150 truck. This guy is 93. His name is Everett. And he just summited Yosemite's Half Dome what? as a 93-year-old. No and kidding. he got the idea, got the, a blessing from his wife, uh, 
Kaylin. He said she said go for it. And um, his son is a hiker. So he asked his son, like, can I join you guys? And he's like, Dad, that'd be great, but you live in an assisted living facility. How are you going to train? <laughs> and Everett was like, don't worry, I got this. And he started climbing the stairs at the assisted living facility where he lives. And sure enough, when they went and did the real hike, he was not huffing and puffing. He was in good enough shape. Hmm. To do the whole thing, and his son is so proud of I his bet. dad. What an accomplishment. That's awesome. How much stress do you face in life? Hmm. I mean, stress comes from a lot of places, right? Work, parenting, when your loved ones have health issues or you have health issues. That person driving in front of you right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but here is a little bit of an upside. A moderate amount of stress is good for your immune system. The downside? Most of us have way more than a moderate amount of stress. So what can you do to strengthen your immune system? Uh, learn little tricks to de-stress, whether it's like a series of deep breaths, going for a quick walk outside or listening to your favorite song. Eat foods with lots of vitamin C, like oranges, kiwis, strawberries, tomatoes, and potatoes. Get 20 minutes of exercise a day. That goes back to the brisk walk. And try super hard to get at least seven hours of sleep a night, mm. you'll handle stress a whole lot better. I read a book one time. You remember that it was years ago called uh, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers? I think I do and, remember yeah, I was talking about, about that, zebras yeah. that, that their flight or flight kicks in, boom, all the time. Because, you know, they're a herd and they're out. The lions look at a herd of zebra and they think, oh, all you can eat buffet. Right. So their cortisol levels, boom, they're in like survival mode. But the second that the threat's over... The cortisol levels like plummet. They go right back down. Oh, nice. And that doesn't happen with people. Mm. We, we hold on to it. Like it stays elevated with us. Yeah. So if you can be more oh. like a zebra, you know, you're, you won't be quite as stressed. Oh, and the stripes have a slimming effect. So it's a win-win. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> so Taylor, what do you do when you have a, a couple that you know that they're dating or whatever and they break mm-hmm. up? Do you stay friends with both of them on Facebook? Are you loyal? Because one of them had to probably have been the first friend, Right. Right. Like I go, you, were, yeah, you were friends you, with her and she started dating him. She became friends with him. Do you unfollow them? What's the what's the appropriate protocol? I usually go with the one I'm I know better and I'm most loyal to. And if the other one did the other one dirty, then I definitely unfollow. Yeah. But what if you it was feel just this like, loyalty to the one? What if it was, was just hurt? like, oh, if this ain't working out. We don't like each other. We're done. Oh, then I would just say you'd keep following them. You'd say yeah. friends with them. Yeah. Okay. 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 What if your friend? Okay, your friend breaks up with the guy. Should she remain friends with his friends or delete? Done. I'm. I'm oh, completely if they out. were true friends, they didn't do the the wrong, the breaking, the heartbreaking. Yeah. The guy did. But not well, okay, their what if it was one of your nieces? Would you advise her, oh, yeah, you can stay friends with that guy's friends? Or would you be like, oh, no, 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 you need a clean break, rip the Band-Aid off, move on with your life? Uh, it, it's, gosh, it just depends on the circumstances. If they're all being all gossipy and yeah. still talking about it. But if they're just being your friend and they're letting you move on, then I think it's mm. fine to stay friends. Now for a moment of self-reflection coming up. Do you think you could rise to the occasion in a real emergency? Would you would you be there for the people that needed you? We're going to talk about that next. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Do you think you could rise to the occasion in an emergency? Check this out. Jonathan is delivery driver for FedEx. He lives in San Diego and he was just doing his deal out doing deliveries when he spotted a car on fire. 
without even thinking, he jumped out, pulled the guy out, and there's a video of him dragging the guy away from the fire. And right then, the car exploded. No kidding. Yeah, it's crazy. But what's wild is this guy, Jonathan, he doesn't even consider himself a hero. If it looks like there's some way that you might need to help somebody, why not stop and help them? Isn't that amazing? Just doing what you're supposed to do in that situation. What a cool guy. I always worry that I would freeze. I, I hope he's like recognized by FedEx on some Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Doing more than just delivering packages. Give that guy an air conditioned truck. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. You know what I do? Every every time we pass a FedEx truck, I will say to my wife, Boy, once you see the arrow between the E and the X, you can't unsee it, huh? And she'll go like, Oh, why do you keep doing that to me? <laughs> Next time you see a FedEx truck, look for the arrow. Okay, you've heard the phrase helicopter parent, right? Mm -hmm. What if a woman is now a grandmother and she is still helicopter parenting her adult son? (laughs) We're going to talk about that next. Okay, so you've heard of helicopter parenting, right? That's been around for a while. But what about this idea of a woman who is now a grandmother who's helicopter parenting her adult sons. And I'm not talking about Italian women either. (laughs) Talk talk about what that means. What does that mean? Is she just being active and involved in this man's life or is she really like helicoptering? Well, what I'm referring to ironically is killer whales, orcas. (laughs) They're one of the only creatures other than humans that go through menopause and they these these female killer whales, the orcas, they live to be ninety years old. No kidding. And I they, had no idea. Yeah, and well. they just discovered that they are redonkulously involved in the adult males' lives. <laughs> their their sons have babies of their own, and yet these these orcas are like these little Italian grandmothers, basically, and to the point where. When uh, when the grandma's involved, the grandma orca, the adult males don't have as many teeth marks from fights on their fins <laughs> because she's keeping them in line. <laughs> I just thought this was the funniest story that that they're that much a part of their lives. But they say it, it hmm. really like um, they, they know that um, it, they they have more time because they're not breeding anymore. They've gone through menopause, mm-hmm. and so they have more energy to protect their sons and be that like an Italian <laughs> so grandmother. If, if they have female offspring, they don't. They do don't that get for involved. Them. Yeah, it's 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 just the boys. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? That is. I just love stuff like this. I just think it's so fascinating. Um, hmm. And uh, anyone who's spent time chasing orcas in a boat or a kayak. It's like the biggest thrill in the world if you mm. spot one. It's just like, no way. Can we can we talk in a minute about humans and helicopter parenting sure. and yeah. helicopter grandparenting? I have some encouragement for you. If anyone's ever accused you of being a helicopter parent or a helicopter mother-in-law or a helicopter grandma, we'll, we'll talk about that next. Okay, so some encouragement for moms right now, because sometimes mom, it feels like you, you just can't win, right? No matter what you do, you can't win. It's your day for snack day. So you get like what you think the kids are going to love. And then there's like the granola mom in the corner going, are these organic? (laughs) No, but they were on sale and there's like 40 kids here. So, (laughs) you know, you just can't win sometimes. And I feel like that when you apply the label helicopter mom or helicopter grandma, uh, most people don't view that positively. They, They get this image of overbearing mom whose presence would rather not be wanted. But I want to encourage you, mom. So my wife has been accused of being both. 
People have said she's a helicopter mom, and then other people have said she's not involved enough. And you just, you can't win. So here's the encouragement I want to give you, especially if your kids are little. You cannot be too involved in their lives, because this time is going to go by like that. Life goes by so, so fast. So you know what? If someone calls you snarkily, well, you're being a helicopter mom. Smile and say, thank you. And move on with your life and do the best for your kids because there ain't nobody on planet Earth better equipped to raise your kids than you, Mom. God gave them to you, not your neighbor, not someone on Facebook, not some, I don't know, specialist you heard on a talk show. Nope. He gave the kids to you. So you are doing your best. You keep it up. And if somebody calls you a helicopter mom or the opposite, you're not strict enough. You know what? Smile and say, thanks. I'm doing the best I can. So, Kev, I think you've probably been to more concerts than anyone I've ever met. So see if you think this could have happened at one of the concerts you and your wife, Tracy, have been all over the country, all over the world. Um, This happened in Seattle and... The concert goers got so excited and were dancing so hard, it registered as a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. <laughs> it was the Taylor Swift era's tour, and no they're doubt. calling it a Swift quake. <laughs> and they're comparing it to something. I don't know if you remember because you follow sports more than me. That's funny. Back in 2011, they had a beast quake in Seattle when Seahawks fans erupted after an impressive touchdown by running back, running back, uh, Marshawn beast mode Lynch, hmm. but they showed like the graphic yeah. of the seismology of beast, you know, the beast quake mm-hmm. and the swift quake mm. and the swift quake was way bigger, way bigger than <laughs> it's just wild <laughs> to me. And it also is kind of strange for me to hear that the era's tour is still going because everybody I know has already been. Like mm. you just picture it, like uh, that was a big thing. They got dressed the up, past, they yeah. went, and now it's in the past. She, but she's I think still she's going. Headed to Europe next. Oh, I, really? I think, yeah, I think. Yeah, once, wow. once once you see how much money you're printing <laughs> <laughs> by doing that, you don't stop. Or maybe that was the plan. You so keep printing the money. I wonder if there'll be a swift quake in Europe as well. Maybe coming up, how companies are getting creative when you're out on parental leave. Companies are getting pretty creative when it comes to you being out on parental leave. See how you feel about this. Uh, You know, they've got to divvy up your duties until you get back. So employees see it as a way to give other employers, say they want to give employees uh, who have been out out of the workforce a chance to strengthen their skills. Mm -hmm. So in some cases, companies are creating internal internships. Where existing employees get a chance to step into the role of the person on leave and learn new things. They're also covering parental leave with returnships instead of internships. In other words, hiring people who want to return to the workforce after taking a break to raise the children, their children. Well, uh, what do you do? Because like, I know if, if I got pregnant and went on parental leave and you had someone else fill in for me, I'd be like, uh-oh, is it going to become the Kevin and so-and-so show? <laughs> um, so what they're doing to waylay concerns is including soon-to-be parents in the selection process hmm. so they don't feel nervous about letting someone take over their job for a time. Yeah, I think we've all, I don't know if all of us have felt that way, but we've all, a lot of us have been in the position of training someone, mm-hmm. like training someone. And you're, you're like, like, are we wait training a minute, I'm replacing? training them on everything I do. Hmm, I wonder what's really yeah. happening here. So I think my wife is worried that I'm not going to be in my best behavior when we uh, travel to see some friends in a couple of weeks. We're going to be staying at their house for uh, two nights. 
And she sent me an Instagram from this this awesome woman. I've never seen her before. Her her thing is called Brunch with Babs. Uh, and she looks like this little old grandma lady. And she gives you like life tips. And she has three tips for being a great house guest. <laughs> so I'll share them with you. And, and you decide, is Tracy worried <laughs> that I'm not going to be on my best behavior? We'll talk about them next. So how often do you stay as a house guest with uh, with friends or family? I know you and your friends and your family, you guys do it a lot. Like you have people staying with you and you stay with people. Um, uh, more people stay with us than we stay with them. <laughs> but it's because like when my friend Julie and Mike, when they come to town yeah. to do like a marriage conference, they know our house is open to them and we get to see them. Oh, we don't have to go to where they live. You stayed with them, right? Uh, we did, I think over the whole course of our friendship, we stay with them twice. All right, well, Tracy and I, in the whole course of our marriage, have stayed at other people's houses. Let me see. Uh, never. Are you kidding <laughs> we me? We always get a hotel room. Oh, always wow. Get a hotel room. Wow. I mean, that is we, so we, surprising. Parent, when we first got married, parents, yes. But like friends or whatever, no. Is it because of the four kids? You feel like it's too much? It's because Tracy likes to have her privacy. And oh. I totally respect that. I totally get that. Um, so this is a big deal that you're going to stay with friends. Big deal. And I think she's worried I won't be on my best behavior because she sent me a reel from this wonderful woman who has an Instagram account called Brunch with Babs. She's like this lady that just gives you life advice. And she has three tips, three rules for being a great house guest. See if you see if you agree with these from having been a house guest or house guests that come. I think you've even said this one before. She said, apply the uh, the old fish rule to how long you should stay. Fish starts to stink after three days. Get rid of it. <laughs> and she said, same thing Same thing with house guests, unless you're the mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Uncle Tom has a two-night maximum for people that go to visit him. Um, she said, on any given day when you're staying, do not do more. Three activities, perfect. You're going to like, like go somewhere for breakfast. And then like her example, they went, I think they went for breakfast. Then they went uh, to a sunflower field and got fresh sunflowers. And then they went out to dinner that night. She's like, perfect day. Don't overplan the day. Okay. Three activities. And then the last thing, it was three things to do when you leave. Strip the bed, empty the trash. And this takes some pre-planning. Leave a handwritten note. So you'd have to buy like a card ahead of time and have a pen with you to make sure you could leave it for. Okay, so you know, want to know something? Yeah. Every time people come stay with me, yeah, I say, please leave the bed as it is. Please don't strip the bed. Because here's two reasons. One, because then that means you have to wash everything, and you well, don't. Well, no, like I it. always, gonna, I'm always going to wash it. But the bed will just look pretty until I'm ready to do all that laundry. Um, and then the other thing people have done hmm. to me is usually I'm not there in the morning when they leave. I'm at work. Yeah. And so they will get everything off all the beds and get all their sopping wet towels and make a big old pile mm. in the laundry room. Yeah. And then everything's all grody and wet and stanky by the time okay. I get home and can start the laundry. So I just rather they leave everything as is. Got it. Now, anybody who has had their adult children come and stay, if you were to say, hey, don't strip the bed or empty the trash when you leave, they'd look at you like, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and I were both today years old when we learned about it, uh, an account on TikTok and Instagram called Brunch with Babs because his wife sent him a video on how to be a good house guest. And you said she has how many followers? I don't know how many followers, but one of her videos had like six million views. Yeah. Last I checked, she had five million followers oh, and oh, oh, oh. Uh, her name is Barbara Costello. And she, they say she's a bit of an enigma, a mystery wrapped in a riddle because she was in her 70s. Just going to settle into being a grandma and loving life. Mm -hmm. And her daughter was like, mom, 
you got to start posting recipes on social media. You'd be so good at it. So they started doing it during the pandemic and people were like, oh, I love this. I love these recipes. She's actually um, Irish Lebanese. And she said cooking in her family was kind of like a religion. Mm. (laughs) She said she's always been around food people, her mom or grandmother and her aunts. And it was a bustling and she'll teach you things like how to reuse bacon grease in a lasagna recipe to add flavor. And um, she's been dubbed the Internet's favorite grandmother. And she said people love her authenticity. And her goal is to teach women that at any age in your life, you have value and you have things to contribute. Mm, I'm like in love with her already. I just hit follow on Instagram already. She's awesome. She's awesome. awesome. <laughs> and now she's monetizing it. Kevin showed me one of her TikToks where it's it's 150% paid for by Viva Paper Towels. <laughs> and and yet it's helpful, useful information. But yeah. I wonder, cha-ching, how much she's making annually. I love that she says food is food in her family was religion. Because I totally agree with that. It is in our family. My wife, wow. Whew. Because how do I know it's like religion? Every time I eat, I go, holy cow, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was there? What was it again? I, bre- breakfast, uh, not Brunch bre- with Babs. Brunch with Babs. Brunch with Babs on Instagram.